everyone and welcome to this episode of the BTS Bubble. Today we are going to talk about BTS being on the Ellen show during 2017 and 2018. But before we get into all of that fun stuff, I want to put a disclaimer. This podcast is made purely of love for BTS. Here I will talk about my opinions and my love for the Bangtan men. This is an explicit podcast. I don't swear often, but you never know what these men will make me do. If you want to support me and gain access to extra material, feel free to support me on Patreon that is linked below. You can also give a donation on PayPal in the link below. All of this helped me improve the content of this podcast. But for now, let's get it! So first uh, I will talk about the interview that they did and uh, the interview was on 27th of 2017 and this was their first time on the Ellen show um, but now for that's more like what's hap- what happens during the interview. So this is just like a thing that happens throughout the interview like it's not like a specific time it happens it's like randomly and that is Taeyang and his facial expressions. Like, he has these gestures in his face that he does, and I just find them amazing. Like, he's so funny when he he does them, and he's also so expressive. So, I mean, I just love when he he expresses himself in that way, so I just love it. And then also, uh, Ellen kind of asks in the interview, kind of, the music that they are doing and why, and kind of that question. Then Sugar answers, I think we have created in English with different languages. You have different languages, but I think we all share in the same message. I think that's why our song appealed to people who speak Korean and people who don't speak Korean. And this is an amazing response. <laughs> but to this, Ellen responds, we do all speak the same language. With We all feel pain and we all are happy and different things. And music does bring us together. You're absolutely right. And for me, I kind of think this is kind of funny. Because her, like, I understand what she says when she says this. But, like, her, like hearing her saying, you're absolutely right. Like, kind of the feeling I get is, like, who are you to tell Suga that he is right? Like, who are you to decide that his answer was right? Like, kind of that vibe. I, I hope you know what I mean. And then also she asks a question and she asks, have you ever gotten together and hooked up with any of the army? And then like they they kind of laugh and get uncomfortable and they're saying like, we're doing it right now. Then she's like, have you ever dated one of your army? And I mean, you can see that the members like are obviously like uncomfortable with that kind of question. And I mean, like, for me, I, I just I just don't like when they get these kind of questions. Like, I, I just don't like it. But anyways, Taeyang shuts it down, like, kind of completely. Like, he, he says, no, not, not, no. Like, kind of that. And I just love that he does that. Like, that's his response. 
And that was kind of it for the like music, music, not the music video, the interview. Uh, so now for kind of the extra segments. They did this segment where they're standing, like answering questions uh, from like Twitter. And then they get the question what they love about themselves. And then J-Hope answers that he loves dance, which is like, we like, no, I'm not surprised. And then uh, Jimin answers, I love my eyes. And he gives this look to the camera, like, which is incredible. And then after Jimin, it's Namjoon's turn. And he answers, my height. That, like, that is his favorite thing about himself is his height. And this is when sassy Jimin appears, which I just love when sassy Jimin appears. Because he has eyes him like up and down, like side-eyeing totally. Like watching him like, who do you think you are? Like kind of that vibe. And I just love that moment. And also they did an extra segment thing where they're standing like, I don't know if I should call it an elevator. I really don't know what it is, but they're, they're like standing behind two doors that is about to like slid open I, I you will understand what what i mean if you watch it but basically they're going to surprise armies that are standing on the other side of the sliding doors and during this segment i mean i think they got probably more <laughs> surprised than the army sometime i mean when when you look at their faces like they get so surprised and there is one of the groups, like, um, of the armies that kind of steps, like, forward and approaches them. And you can see, like, them stepping back. And I, I like that because you can see that they were kind of surprised, too. That it was, like, a mutual surprise thing, which I thought was kind of funny. And then we go to the performance they did. And the performance they did was with mic drop. And I mean, my drop is amazing in itself. But what I want to talk about, like, cring about this performance, so to speak, is that you can see that they are singing by themselves, like they always do. But I have seen on Twitter people saying like, um, BTS lip syncs and they use playback and everything, and I just think like. It's just so stupid. I'm so tired of hearing that or reading that. Because if you do your research and actually look at BTS performing, you will see that that is not the case. I mean, I would, if, you, if you are one of those people that's saying that, then I advise you to go up to the stage and sing the same song and do the same choreography and see how well you can do it. Because I'm just sick and tired of people blaming them for lip syncing everything when they're obviously not doing it. So I mean, that's just kind of extra thing I wanted to point out because it really bugs me. But still. So for the performance in general, it's amazing. It's wonderful. I don't know, know what to say except that. So just go watch it. Um, and now I think we will jump ahead six months in time. And go to uh, when there was we're at the Ella Show 2018. So let's go. So now we are in 2018 in May, and they're back again at the Ella Show. And this time she's introducing them like we have BTS here today, and she 
says this thing, which I mean I need to bring up. She says, and you have changed now. I have to get you to introduce yourselves again, because you used to have different hair. Who's who? And I mean, this, I mean, I'm an, I, I don't like it. I'm going to be honest. I don't like it. It's racist. It's unprofessional. And it's just not an okay thing to say in her position. Like, the, the, the fact that they receive such racist comments openly bugs me incredibly. Because she would not have said that if that was a white boy group. Like, I won't mention name, but if it was an, another white boy group there, I can guarantee that she wouldn't say, oh, you changed your hair, or you don't look the same right now, introduce yourself again, because we can't see the difference between you. Like, it's just incredibly dumb and stupid to say, and I don't like it. And with a person with her kind of, like, influence and kind of responsibility, because she influenced a lot of people, Saying that openly to them, I don't think that's okay. Like, I really don't like the fact that she did that. And I mean, you can see, like, them, them laughing, kind of like, ha ha ha. Also, I don't know how to say it. Like, they're kind of just sitting there and taking it. And I, I think I'm so tired of them having to stand, like, against all of this hate that they re receive. Like, Yes, today I had to report a person that was very rude on Twitter about them and made a bunch of accusations to, to them and against them. And I, I, I just think it's so sad that people, just because they're Asian or Korean or whatever, whatever they like, that's something wrong and they never, never fail to mention it. I just, I just don't like this kind of comment, so that's just... What I want to like point out in the beginning. But then in the interview, a very cute thing happens. We have, you know, Taekook. Taekook is often cute. I mean, almost always cute. Sometimes they're like funny, but this time it was very cute. So she asked them how it was to go on the billboard and everything. And uh, then Tiang answers uh, the question. And you can see kind of like it was a rehearsed answer like he had rehearsed it before and you will see Jungkook like leaning in because he's sitting like back like the, on the back of Taeyang so he's leaning in against Taeyang and he's like listening carefully if Taeyang is saying the right thing and when he like senses and hears that Taeyang is on the right path like he's saying the right things his entire face is scrunched up and he starts like laughing and smiling kind of I just think it's so cute when they do this, like, like he, he's, he, he the, the vibe I get is that Jungkook thinks Taehyung is so cute, so he just like scrunches his entire face up, and I mean, I just love when they show this without thinking about it, like it's just an automatic response they have to each other, so I just love, 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 love that. And then also, in the end, like, Taehyung finishes his answer with, it was really special, it was really fun. And for me, when he says that, I mean, I can't repeat it because you have to listen to the interview. But when he says that, I mean, the way he says that is just so, like, I don't know if cozy is the right word. I don't find the right word. But it's just like, so, I just love it. So, check it out. And then also in the interview, she asks another, for me, 
inappropriate question. So she asked, and I have to ask, I'm going to ask this question for all the young ladies sitting here. Is anyone here dating? And then they're like, well, and then she asks, do you have a girlfriend? And right now I need to take a minute to talk about this. Because first of all, she's like assuming they're straight, which I think is very bold to do. Like assuming someone's sexual orientation. I mean, I, I would never dare to do that because why, why would I? like? So that just gets to me like, don't assume someone is straight or gay or whatever. Like, just don't. And I mean, then she's, if she would have done some research, she would have seen or noticed that this question is kind of inappropriate. Like, if she would have researched K-pop industry and some of the stigma and the rules in that kind of environment, she would see that this is an inappropriate question. And I know that there has been other interviewers that have asked the similar questions. But I have felt like they have done it in a different, more light-hearted way, like not that pang boom, like they have done it more like easygoing and then they haven't like been hung up on it, like they have just moved on. But I, I just felt the way she asked that question was wrong. And also for her to say it, because she is gay herself and she has talked about many times about her, like um, what's it called? not travel but her journey her journey uh, to uh, coming out and everything and she talks very much about this and she's an inspiration for a lot of people uh, that are gay and struggle with coming out and like just everything like that and that then I get kind of disappointed with her saying this because she's assuming they're gay and I just I just don't like it like I don't think it's okay basically um but that was kind of that it for that i don't have anything more to say and i know i i know that she is not the one that like is in charge of what she says she has a team bts has a team they w work and say they go through what she says up there so maybe it's not her fault i'm i'm not accusing her but when i heard it and when i watched it i just kind of got a bad vibe from it because i i don't like the way she asked it and I think it just made them kind of uncomfortable, but that is my take on it. And then I have another very small moment, which is not a, like a verbal moment, it's a physical moment, I don't know how to say it. But um, Hope Min, Jimin and Job, they are in like in a moment during the interview, they're sitting the exactly the same kind of. So they're sitting both with their legs crossed and their arms crossed over, which I just think is really cute because it's not something they were like thinking actively about it's just something that happened and i just thought that was kind of cute and then we have the part where she kind of scares the members like there's a person hiding in like a box uh, next to the couch and when she says a, a, a special sentence the person jumps up and scares the members and i mean i I don't know if I like it or not, like I'm kind of neutral to it. I I don't like when people get scared in that way, but still I don't think this was that bad. So I mean, I guess I'm kind of neutral to it. But what I think was interesting about it was that all of their different reactions. So first I will start well, by mentioning a, a tiny thing. And that is, well, 
Namjoon kind of looks at Jin first, then all the members, and then Jin again. And about Namjoon, I am not a Namjoon supporter yet. It's a hard thing. I don't ship people because for shipping sakes. I do it because I truly believe in it. And now I just recently I've started to see a lot about them with their with them being closer and closer than I thought. So I just thought it was kind of like a noticeable fun moment for me to see. Um, because he kind of first looks at Taeyang almost, but then he looks at Jin, and then he looks at all the members, and then Jin again. So that was just kind of like a small moment that I noticed. Um, so that was kind of that for the interview. But they had an extra segment. Well, well no, no, I, I forgot to mention one thing from the interview. The scaring part. So, yeah, J-Hope. He like falls to the ground when he gets scared. And he, he jumps up the sofa and he's on the floor and then he gets back up again. And in these moments, I just feel so bad for him. And I mean, I do for all of the members also. Because whenever they laugh or get scared or anything, they just fall to the ground. And I mean, if I would fall to the ground, I wouldn't be able to get up. Like, seriously. Like, it would take some time for me to get up. I, I mean, if I fall to the ground, I'm staying on the ground for a good while. So for them always falling on the ground, I'm just... I just kind of feel bad for them when I see it. And I also wonder how they are not more bruised than we see. Because I have never seen them with like bruises on their arms or legs. And I just feel like they should be bruised all over the place with all the times they fall. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's, maybe they're just not different. I don't know. And then that was it for the interview. So now for the kind of extra segment they did. Uh, they were on this um, friends set, kind of, in the cafe, and uh, uh, a bunch of armies was sitting in a sofa, s uh, saying a bunch of lines, and then the members were supposed to jump up behind the counter, the cafe counter, and surprise them. And here, I mean, first, first I will get into the take cookies, because I know you're waiting for it, but I just have to say one thing before, because all of these people that get surprised here, of BTS, like so close to them, I wonder how you survive. I have never met BTS, I have never seen them in a concert, I never, never had an interaction with them in, in real life. So I'm just wondering, how do you survive? Like, if you go to a concert, what do you do the day after? I mean, how do you, how do you go move on from that? I don't understand how you do that. So if, if someone of you that listens, have been to a concert or have met them in real life, please contact me and say like how your take on it was on it because I really want to know because for me it just seems like impossible to imagine so I really just want to know. But now let's get into take cookies. So I have seen people argue that they kissed and not kissed and before I will I, I will tell you what happens before I say what I think. So basically what happens is that Yankook and Tiang is sitting next to each other, back, like on the back side of the counter. And then Yankook is leaning in to Tiang and kind of it looks like he's kissing him. And then at the same time, Jimin does, like, does this like shush sign with his finger, if you know what I mean. And his eyes go in the direction of Taekook. So people have said, 
no they did not kiss they did kiss i mean it's all different opinions for me uh my opinion is they kissed i i i get i get the feeling that they did that because if they didn't do that i don't know why jimmy would do that face because we all know that Jimin loves Taekook and he ships Taekook and I think he's one of us Taekookers that really want them to like announce their relationship and come out. So I mean, I guess that's kind of the same thing. But I mean, I, I believe it's they, they kiss, but you, you can believe whatever you want. I'm not saying you have to believe it because there is no actual proof because there is a um, part of the counter that covers them so you can't actually see the kiss so I can't be 100% sure but that is what I think so I mean I will you can you can look at the pictures in my document so you can look for yourself but I mean we all think differently and it's okay but I think it was a take good kiss and then for the performances so during 2017 they performed Mic Drop, but during 2018 they performed Fake Love and Airplane Part 2. And here I really don't know what to say, except it was amazing. Like I don't have words to explain it. I mean I have tried to find words to explain how good they are, how amazing they are, how talented they are, how good they are singing and rapping and dancing and everything, but I just can't find them. So I'm kind of asking Namjoon if he could make a dictionary, like make up words that we army can use. Because I feel like I need more words to like explain the level of professional professionalism and just impact and everything that they do. So I just need more words to explain it because, because I really can't explain it. So I really advise you, if you haven't seen these performances before go watch them because they are amazing and if you have seen them go watch them again because you can never see a performance too many times i mean i still feel like for example with music videos and performances it feels like i have never seen them even though i've seen them like a hundred of time like if, if we take mama to 2020 like i watch it i, I watch it maybe like once a week uh, because we have it on the TV always like running uh, so but still I don't feel like I've seen it like I, I and that's just kind of stupid feeling I get because we know like an army you know you have seen it but you can't see it like enough times you always feel like you're seeing it for the first time so just go watch it and I don't think you will be disappointed because it truly was amazing uh, but now for the summary. So now the summary then. Like, they've been on Ella Show two times. And if I'm going to be honest, my take on it is that they don't feel comfortable there. I don't know what it is. Like, I can't. It's impossible for me to know what makes them uncomfortable. And I don't know if they're comfortable. It's just a vibe I get. But something is tells me that they are not comfortable there because when we have seen them do american interviews they always kind of for me feel so loose and kind of happy and i don't get the same feeling here and i don't know why but it's just kind of sad because whenever i see that i'm like i'm i'm just wondering did someone 
was someone bad to them, did something happen and everything. So, And it can be a lot of things, they can be stressed, like they worked so much, of course they can't be like happy during every interview. But me as an army just get worried, like are they okay, where are they okay, where are they feeling good, like all of the, those kind of things. So I guess that was just my take on it. Um, I don't know how, how to summarize those two interviews because it, it was a lot that happened, but still not. Like if you watch the interviews and you, you can find so many things that happen, like if you focus on each person, but like now I just did a general of everyone, like a general analysis or recap, so to speak. So that was kind of my take on it. Uh, so yeah so thank you so much for joining me in this lovely episode of the BTS bubble I will be back next week with another fan episode so make sure you don't miss out in the meantime you can follow me on the BTS bubble 7 on Instagram and Twitter which is linked below I post daily so make sure you don't miss out see you next week <laughs>